0: The tale of two outcasts and star-crossed lovers caught in the throes of a torrid solar flame of a romance featuring feverish obsession, guns, addiction, shamans, lots of blood.
1: General mayhem, (laughs) therapy, tantric night terrors, binding rituals.
2: Chakra sound baths, psychedelic hallucinations organic smoothies and the kind of sex that would make Lucifer clutch his rosary.
0: So, guys, if you know what that that poetry is from, you are a pervert. (laughs) Um, You freak, dude. Yeah, you're literally a freak if you've ever heard that before. But who wants to say what the episode's about today?
2: (laughs) (laughs) So I guess we're talking about um, Megan Fox today and i guess her relationship with machine gun kelly and all of its the trials and tribulations and the extreme romance of it all or whatever
1: so megan fox and machine gun kelly at first were kind of relationship goals but now they're like the laughing stock of the internet they're that couple that's like making out in the hallway type of vibe and everyone's like oh this is weird but it's when two lush inner worlds collapse into each other and create something like what we just read that was just like, what the hell?
2: No, they're very like, they're acting out like a very strange fantasy for every, like they're very shamelessly like miming, like cinematic tropes for romance. And it also kind of like tearing the page out of like corny, like pulp romance novels that you see at the library or something. I don't really know what instigated it with her, but maybe you guys do.
0: I do. First of all, I think what really, really instigated this was Megan Fox's divorce slash separation from her husband of 10 years, Brian Austin Green, who's a Hollywood actor with whom she has three children who have very hippie ish names. But I'm sure a lot of most of our listeners know, but Megan peaked in fame in the like mid to late 2000s. Then after. A movie called Jonah Hill. No, no, Jonah Hill! Jonah Hill! <laughs> the Jonah Hill story.
2: <laughs> Jonah Hill biopic where Megan Fox plays Jonah Hill.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's actually really funny because she's so skinny and he he has so many,
1: like, body. Didn't he ask people to not talk about his body recently? Yeah, yes, exactly. his <laughs> wishes. Like,
0: no, no, I'm gonna protect his wishes, but I'm saying that there's a narrative there. Like, yeah. it could be made into a movie because it's very narrativized. Um, Anyways, so then after Megan's movie career started going downhill, she kind of retreated from public life. And then, you know, she dabbled around. She had a show on, like, the History Channel where she went to, like, ancient ruins and stuff. But her resurgence in pop culture was really preceded by this, like, Megan Fox truther movement, which was basically a bunch of women, like, mostly millennials and then some older Gen Z, I think, being, like... Megan Fox is the best, and she was treated horribly by Hollywood, and she is so fine.
2: I mean, they're not wrong. She was not treated really horribly. Like, I remember, I mean, she did cause like a lot of visceral, like jealousy. I mean, I know it's jealousy just because I remember at the peak of her fame, me, myself, as a youthful, like preteen, feeling jealous of her and hating on her for no reason. But it's very much like she has the vibe of like.
0: She's a provocateur.
2: Yeah, there's that quote of her where she talks about how, you know, she always just, like, got along better with boys. And, like, I just don't know why it wasn't because I was pretty. It's just girls were always just mean to me. And, like, I think that that was a moment in time.
1: Yeah, I think the casting thing that really colored her career and image in the public eye was the fact that she was always, like, the girl in Transformers. That was, like, the damsel in distress, like, tank top, low-rise jeans girlfriend who was... I don't know, just, like, epitomized everything about, like, the male gaze. Like, she would, like, fall out of a helicopter and be run over by a car, and she would still be, like, really pretty, like, full face of makeup, like, one little scar, perfectly hairless body, and, like, dripping and sweat in, like, a sexy way. She was, like, a car model, kind of. I think, yeah, the association with cars or something, like, was Mm -hmm. really off-putting to women. I would
0: argue though that she was a bit of, she was such a bra girl. Like yeah. because I remember I've actually never seen Transformers, but that scene is so iconic where she's fixing the Camaro. Like she's like in the hood of the car, covered in grease, and she's looks so, so fine. But I feel like that also made her um more hated by women because I think it's a lot easier to interpret like this bimbo archetype really easily and like make sense of it. But she had this like um, what is that even called, though? Like, when it's, like, a really hot girl who's also good at fixing cars? That's also an archetype, but I don't know the name for it.
1: Called call it a Brumbo. It's, like, a yeah,
0: it's Brumbo. such a Brumbo. <laughs> <laughs> That is so good, dude. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So the, I think it was really, the standard was established by, like, the Fast and the Furious series. But, like, all of those girls in those, I mean, what was her name? Michelle, whatever, dated Cara Delevingne. Kind of like a, a sexy, greasy, like tanned up girl and like Daisy Dukes type thing that is a Brumbo, yeah.
0: Honestly, this was a really challenging time to be a woman in Hollywood and be hot because it was at the advent of the internet and social media. Like, this was around when Twitter, like 2008, was 2008 Twitter? No, it was 2010, wasn't it? But anyways, so. Facebook was around. You know, uh, like, Perez Hilton was popping off. So I feel that obviously Hollywood had a really polarized relationship with, like, really hot young starlets like Britney Spears and stuff in the early 2000s, but social media really made it a lot worse, I think. Because yeah, yeah I mean, I think she just made so many more headlines
1: that way. hmm And also, she was never, I guess, a Jennifer's Body, she was, like, the star of and that movie was notably, like, kind of a flop, but I think this time to me like I just remember every movie being like a comedy where there was like a kind of busted guy and then he had like a super randomly hot girlfriend and that's how a lot of actresses like made their career unless it was through something like I don't know like Anne Hathaway style or like a Disney introduction like girls had to play like a hot girlfriend to like an ugly guy to make their career.
0: I have a supporting quote for that, which is that, so as I said earlier, I was definitely a Megan Fox truther in like 2019. So I was very much like, Megan Fox was done so dirty. Love that bitch. But like I said, Megan Fox was very hard for the public to like fully understand. And part of that was because she intentionally created this image where she said like outrageous things and did outrageous things so that she wasn't like this starlet that played by the books and therefore she had like more press and more which I didn't realize that when I was a kid because I would I would never really oh this is an act I was like wow she's just so um subversive or whatever but on the note you just said about um how there was only two avenues for s- women actresses at the time one was like hot girl who p- played girlfriend to like normie guy and the other one was like Anne hathaway theater kid like went to harvard natalie portman vibes Mm
1: -hmm.
0: there's like the one exception that i feel was like scarlett johansson and then she megan has this really interesting thing she said about scarlett back in the day during the peak of her fame which is i don't want to have to be like scarlett johansson who i have nothing against but i don't want to have to go on talk shows and pull out every single sat word i've ever learned to prove like take me seriously i'm intelligent i can speak so I think that quote really speaks to what you just said about there really not being this like a lot of I guess options for women in Hollywood at the time except for like a megastar like Scarlett Johansson I guess
2: that might account for her like obsession with being an outcast like we were looking at her tattoos and all of the tattoos on her body are just like inspirational quotes probably taken off of Goodreads about being an outcast like one of them says we will all laugh at the gilded butterflies which is a quote from king lear and then another one is um and those who were seen dancing were thought to be insane by those who could not hear music which is a Friedrich Nietzsche quote um so she definitely is like trying to manufacture this sort of like depth like tortured no one understands because you know i'm too pretty and i literally think she's tortured though i think so too i mean like she seems broken actually but doesn't have a way to like articulate it beyond just like goth like tropey cinematic like romance shit you know
1: yeah which is where I think we can segue into the relationship dynamic that she has at the moment because Machine Gun Kelly is this like grown up e-boy vibe who, he's like huge he's like this huge e-boy like literally yeah. like an overgrown e yeah. on steroids <laughs> who <laughs> is just like a himbo kind of and at the intersection of like rapping and punk. He's, like, a very kind of emo rap figure, SoundCloud rapper vibe. And they also have this general um, undercurrent of being misunderstood, and like, self-awareness, and you know, having trouble with fame and having trouble with success and just being, like, trapped slash broken slash, like, no-one-understands-me tortured artist vibes, which I think is why they get along so well. But honestly, like, I don't, I, I, don't think I'm a Megan Fox truther that much. Like, I just have a really hard time feeling sorry for like beautiful women unless like something really, really bad happened. But I do understand like the psychological stress that would come from like being in the public eye. But to draw a parallel, I think Madison Beer is like trying to recreate Megan Fox's career, and she was kind of dragged for trying to really clumsily articulate this on Instagram Live when she was like. I think she verbatim said, it's hard being the beauty standard. And everyone was like, girl, shut That's so up. That's so swag. That's really so swag. Yeah. I want to
0: share one thing, a Megan truther truth fact, which I think you guys have probably heard of, but maybe not fully. But I definitely think I put some context as to why she feels that she's so... What is the word? i have to keep saying
1: brocken, because whenever you say brocken, you have to think of like the... like. <laughs> Greater than, and then a slash with like the heart.
0: Um, okay, so basically, I do think this is why a reason I actually do feel bad for her, besides that she was very publicly hated by a lot of people. But okay, so obviously, you guys know she was in the first Transformers, two, first two Transformers movies, and that like really put her on the map. Uh, but then in 2009, when she was 23, she made this like public statement about Michael Bay, the Transformers director. Do you guys know about this?
1: Yeah,
0: okay. But it's just like such a crazy sequence of events because she basically was like, he objectified me, degraded me, and she also compared him to Hitler, which was, I mean, that was really (laughs) typical of her to say such intense, radical things. But then she was fired. And then also the members of Michael Bay got the members of the crew to pen an open letter to Megan that called her a porn star. An unfriendly Ugh. bitch and dumb as a rock that was like published everywhere. And I'm like, that actually is like damaging. Because that also ruined her career. Like he he like blacklisted her in Hollywood.
2: Yeah. No, I I knew he wrote a letter to her, but I didn't know he said all of those things. That's taking
0: it too far. And I she agree. was really young. She was only twenty-three. Yeah, dude.
1: They have, like, a Stanley Kubrick, Shelley Duval dynamic to me. Oh my god,
0: they do, don't they?
1: Yeah. But everyone was always making fun of Shelley Duval for being, like, weird-looking, and like, he admitted when he was casting her, he was like, yeah, people are just gonna be, like, really annoyed with her because she's just, like, so annoying and, like, weird-looking that she makes a perfect victim.
0: <laughs> yeah, she has, like, puppy face.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, she also has horse girl face, but um, yeah, yeah. Megan's parallel there would obviously be her toe thumbs, which apparently she has an actual disorder that causes her to have toe thumbs. I don't think it's a disorder, it's just like a genetic... No, she. I read on her Wikipedia page that it's like a disorder.
2: <laughs> but is it like, Elmer's Dollars or whatever?
0: Maybe, Elmer Fudd.
2: Elmer, Elmer Fudd <laughs> Fud <laughs> disease or whatever, no offense.
0: <laughs> Okay, sorry, I did reel that for a minute, but I had to... I had to, my Megan Truther popped out for a second, but now we can get back wow. to talking about MJK, MGK. You, ch- you
1: changed my mind. Like, I guess she is kind of broken.
0: She is definitely broken. And then also, her background's interesting. Like, she was raised like a strict Pentecostal and then went to Catholic school for like 12 years. So, you know, I feel like every single celebrity says they went to Catholic school, to be honest. And I'm like, there simply aren't that many Catholic schools in the United States of America, especially in Tennessee, where she's from. Um... Mm-hmm. But anyways, I, Alexi, I would like to make a point because not it's not a point towards you, but like Alexi doesn't really, has never really heard like Machine Gun Kelly's music or anything. And so she has this idea of like, why is he so famous? And I would like to say that the reason he's so famous is because Lil Peep died. And like, that's it. Like they have the same physiognomy, like mm-hmm. these super tall, like blonde boys that look like children but are like massive um and then also mgk kind of like took the musical genre that Lil peep really like pioneered which is this like crossover between like rap hip-hop and pop punk and emo and like made it super mainstream and so that's why he's so famous it's literally because Lil peep died and couldn't like ascend further
1: well when god closes one door he opens a window but he's not like he doesn't like chart like maybe this is just my k-pop stan brain but i'm like i've never heard his music on the radio he doesn't chart no i think he Which does is why chart. i think he's like a male bimbo to me because he's kind of just like famous for being himself
0: i think
2: like um that may account for her treatment of him like you you'll, you'll probably seen the videos and like clips of just how she there's that one clip that went kind of semi-viral of her at the vmas with him and she's like he's the most beautiful talented boy ever and like i think it's like she has like a motherly like affection to him and like she has like a general motherly vibe already because Mm -hmm. she is a mother um and she kind of like she she she's obsessed with like fixing him i'm pretty sure and just being like the caretaker of his like broken mentality
0: but i that doesn't make sense because I just found out right now that he's 31. He's only 3 years younger than her. I thought yeah, he, he like
1: also has a kid.
0: I thought he, he was, was like, like 27, like old. or like 27 around there, like in his 20s still, but he's literally 31. This is damn. This is news to me.
2: He's literally a himbo, like goddamn, because I thought he was like 25 just the way he acts and shit. Yeah, agreed. Goddamn. Okay. Yeah,
1: what I what I feel the need to say. First of all, I do agree with her maternal vibe and mm-hmm. that's why I have like a kind of liking towards her. She reminds me a lot of my mom, and this is, like, a trope of, like, not to call my mom a bimbo, she's definitely not, but she, like, competed in Miss Universe as, like, a model and is really pretty, but she also has an affinity for, like, Eastern spirituality and, like, gender-neutral parenting, which is something that Megan was, uh, I don't know, criticized for in the tabloids for some time, is, like, letting her kids wear whatever, and I think, like, baddies are... Kind of predisposed to being really good parents for some reason or being really like accepting and loving parents but maybe it's because the world was like cruel to them or something
2: oh i have a whole theory on that because i think that part of like femininity is like a form of martyrdom especially with like hot girls like because whenever you're very beautiful women have a hard time especially when they're young reckoning with the fact that the way that they're going to be sexualized is completely out of their control So, like, I think a lot of young girls tend to desexualize themselves in certain ways or try to, like, avoid this, but the bimbo that kind of embraces that and understands that it's, like, inevitable, um, she is almost like a martyrdom figure and adopts, like, a very motherly vibe to it because she just understands that so much of her person is out of... She has, like, the humility of understanding that everything is not in her control.
1: Yeah, definitely. And, like, the protective, like, wanting to protect their kids from the evils of the world they've experienced but in regards to mgk being her like kind of project i think it's like she is on this wave of like wanting to come off as really emotionally intelligent lately like she had this interview in gq where she kind of like speaking for him and like he's like (laughs) yeah she taught me that i have postpartum depression and he and then megan fox is like No, babe, it's PTSD. (laughs) She's, like, trying to, like, therapize him, kind of. And I think the reason why, like, baddies like to do this to their boyfriends is because, you know, he's kind of playing the role of the bimbo by being such, like, a burnout slash space cadet. Mm -hmm. And this type of, like, emo boy, I guess, is the only type of guy that wouldn't really try to belittle or undermine this type of girl because they're just, like, in a state of awe. Like, bro, how did I pull this off? Like, she's so hot.
2: That's a really, really good point,
1: yeah, I, I think that
0: actually something we should really emphasize in in this conversation is that this is also, this is not as true for Travis Barker because he's just much more it's like storied and I think talented than Machine Gun Kelly is, but he also has a similar relationship with Kourtney Kardashian. But yeah, I think the role reversal between like the female bimbo and then these like male bimbos is really, really a compelling thing.
2: That's definitely a trope that's existed for so long. It's like, like, I like washed out rocker dating, like washed out bimbo, like Pam Anderson and Tommy Lee, Pam Anderson and Dave Navarro, um, the good Charlotte brothers dating, like, all of the bimbos that. Of the early two thousands, like they
1: ran through those girls, like they, <laughs> they
0: really with a swiftness.
1: Did. <laughs> I think the girls ran through them. They sound kind yeah,
0: of that's true. Although, also, I feel like those guys, the Madden brothers, are super short, so they were like, getting, like taken advantage of by these girls. I know, um, yeah, that's
2: they're so busted funny. looking too. I don't, I mean, but you're totally right about that. Like, I think that they, this type of guy. They don't seem to have a lot of depth to them, but they are very highly emotional because their music is, like, extremely emo, so they just really like a girl that meets, like, the bear. I mean, I'm not saying... I'm sure Megan Fox has intelligence to her, but, like...
1: It's kind of, like, to me how gay guys, before they come out, like, girls really have crushes on them. Oh, yeah. I don't know. This is, like, something that I've talked to a lot about my friends that were, like, gay in high school, is that like, the most popular girl in school will, like, have a huge crush on them and be like, I don't know, you're just, like, not like other guys. Like, you actually just see me for who I really am. I feel like this is a similar thing. Um, It's true, But also, regarding Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox, I do think it's of note that they're, like, both parents. Like, Machine Gun Kelly has a daughter that's, like she's grown eight years old or something no no she's a teenager
0: i think wait really i
1: thought she was like i think so or something i'll look it up yeah she does be walking around like at the music festival and i'm like yeah she's like
0: huge like that isn't huge but she's 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 just like tall enough whereas i mean megan's children i think are still in 13. she's 13 yeah okay let me call her huge she's not huge she's just tall (laughs) because her dad is tall like she obviously has tall Mm -hmm. jeans
1: um Yeah, but I think it's important that they're both parents and that this is, like, their I don't know, like, second marriages they're not married, but, like, post-marriage relationships seem to be very emotionally intense and very oh yeah, form attachment in, like, a different way where it's like you're opening up for the second time and, like, you think that, like, life is blessing you with, like, a second chance and it seems like they have intense gratitude for each other, but also they, like, not like they're single parents, like, that are struggling, but they both, I don't know, like, their co-parenting vibe seems kind of sweet to me.
0: I haven't really witnessed their co-parenting vibe. No, I have when, yeah, his
1: daughter walks around with them at music festivals, but I feel like she's always, like,
0: trailing behind them, and they're, like... I
1: feel like I've literally seen her wearing, like, cat headphones. Me too, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah,
2: she she has, yeah. And he, I think he also, I I was looking at photos of them. I think it was either pigtails or cat years like they both did a cat girl cat boy mm-hmm. thing i mean it's definitely because they both obviously have had kids when they were like way too young and so they like are kind of like emotionally stunted and like age regressed and didn't get to live out like all of these like because megan she met brian austin green her ex-husband
0: she was 18 right i can i can give the full story um i'm i'm acting as megan historian for this episode yeah. uh so yeah megan started dating the actor who became her husband, Brian Austin Green, two thousand four, and she was eighteen. He was thirty, and they became engaged like two years later. So when Megan was twenty, and he was thirty two, they didn't end up getting married until two thousand ten. But I mean, she was with him for her entire adult life, like, n- like literally from the day she turned eighteen. I'm sure they started dating before she was eighteen, but like that's not in yeah. the press. And then they had three children who were born pretty back-to-back. Um, I want to share their names just because they really speak to Megan's spirituality as bimbo. Their names are um, <laughs> Noah Shannon Green, Bodhi Ransom Green, and Journey River Green. So that shows you a bit of where Megan's headspace is
1: at as a mother, I think. Yeah, Bodhi is the best one. That's like a Buddhist term for enlightenment, no? Oh, really? um, yeah. That makes Yeah. There sense. was actually an emo kid at my school named Bodhi who was really funny and I was like, I just know your mom is like The spiritual bimbo. Shout out to everyone that has a mom that, like, has fake boobs but is, like, a hippie. (laughs) That is such a
2: thing. No, we should talk about how, um, like, the weird intersection of, like, Megan Fox's style now is very – I don't know the right term for it. It's very, like, Kardashian-esque, skimsy –
0: her style right now is, like, goth, sparkly, wet, nuclear schoolgirl. It's, like, very disjointed, in my opinion. Kind of. But then it's, like, yeah. those are all elements that Kim Kardashian, besides schoolgirl, is constantly playing with. And then you were going to make a point before I cut you off. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, no, you're okay. <laughs> about how she, she was – she has a similar style to, Meghan, or to Kim Kardashian now. Right?
2: Yeah. She, yeah, I think it's, like, it's just something about, like, the extremely snatched face, the, like – extreme drag-like almost curves Mm -hmm. of women there's something really weird happening with former like early 2000s mid 2000s emo scene kids growing or emo scene women growing up to become like very obsessed with this like drag style like Kim Kardashian thing like there's someone we talk about this all the time but like Bailey Sarian is like the perfect example of this she's this YouTuber who does her makeup and like talks about true crime and she does like this It's always, like, crazy-ass makeup. Like, it doesn't look good all the time, but it's, it's, like, very um, soothing to watch. And she's also just, like, very much on that wave of, like, extreme contouring. And something happened there where, like, all of those emo kids are attracted to that aesthetic now that they're adults.
1: I think it's because the makeup community kind of early on, like, on YouTube, there were a lot of kind of, like, scene influencers and makeup kind of belonged to the alt community for a little bit before it was like a huge youtube topic for normies and they care about self-presentation but they also kind of like needed to get jobs but they still like love to do really intense like eye makeup looks and stuff that
0: all started with jeffree star because i feel like the reason there's this like this drag through line into like modern contemporary women's makeup is because it started with like queer people like jeffree star right Mm yeah
2: yeah it was like a MySpace thing. And MySpace was always just like an alternative space. It didn't really get very normy on there. It was for music. Like that's kind of like was was what MySpace was kind of for. In my experience, I, I was young, but I don't yeah.
1: know. Regarding Megan's... Why do I keep saying regarding? I feel like Angela Merkel or something. <laughs> <laughs> we being uh, diplomatic. <laughs> um, <laughs> about Megan's style. I, I think this is funny that you were saying this that she was like pentecostal and went to Mm -hmm. catholic school i think that's why she has this really like corny idea of like good versus evil and like darkness and satanic vibes and it seems like she's always like saying some corny shit about the devil i mean that was like part of you know sex that would make the devil clutch his rosary or something i was like girl like the catholic school jumped out
2: it really did yeah
1: and Yeah, she really plays on, like, the demonic siren energy. Like, I feel like I just, like... Also, it's her her smoldering expression, which I think as she ages, like, doesn't really look that good. Like, it kind of just makes her look, like, insane and, like, (laughs) wenchy. That sounds bad. (laughs) But that's also kind of happening to Kim Kardashian, too. I don't know, like, the snatchery of it all, I don't think it is very becoming of an older woman. She's, like, not even that old, but it's just, like her and uh kim also kind of have like long faces and like strong jaws and like forward facial growth not to sound like no i'm literally
0: i'm gonna i'm gonna bleep out every time we say something misogynistic on this episode because no i'm kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding um no no i totally agree with you i this is actually very superficial but since we are a podcast about fashion since some of you guys um tend to forget that that we're not um a political podcast. Sorry, <laughs> I'm gonna probably edit that out. But like, no, I love that. that literally is true. Like, we're literally a podcast about fashion and aesthetics. Um, yeah, no, I agree. Megan has definitely had a lot of work done, and it somehow, as Alexia said, had elongated her face. And what did you call it? Lower Lowered facial growth. Is that when the jaw comes out more or something? Yeah, it's
1: like if you're looking at someone's profile, if like from their nose to uh, like their neckline, it's kind of like projected.
0: But I agree. I I do think that that snatchery seems to be something that doesn't age particularly well, except with people like, um, I don't know, maybe like the Melania Trump type. I was literally just
1: a goober. Yeah. But that,
0: I'm literally like, uh, <laughs> not
1: us heralding Melania Trump as the beauty standard of snatchery, but. That's, like, just an ice princess thing. Ice princess. Yeah, she yeah. looks
0: great. It's very much that, yeah. But what is it different about her? What is it, like?
2: Well, it's that, um, it it's literally cheekbone shit. Like, that is why I, I never liked contouring because it masculized. It makes your face look masculine. When Like, whenever you do, a, like, on your cheeks, like, the darkness of it, it just, like, that chiseled look is, like, it's beautiful squidward face. Like, you're not contouring to, like, a feminine face. I don't know why everyone did that. It's. I think it was to make your face look thinner when you're younger and you have more collagen. But when you're older, it just makes you look like beautiful Squidward or something. Yeah. Like
1: we've we've talked about this a little bit with the um, the cuteness episode. I think that's why contouring blew up on people like Nikki tutorials that have super round faces because then it has like a really flattering effect. That's like you're carving this like new face out of your fleshy like pie face. But it's. It just gets a bit much. Yeah, I think I have a long face, so maybe I'd, like, take it personally when I look at these women and I'm like, fuck, like, is that, like, my future?
0: No, because I don't think, I, I think additive, they do so much additive plastic surgery. Yeah. Um, also, I would like to say there's a photo of me where I look exactly like handsome Squidward because I have really pronounced cheekbones. <laughs> and I can attest to this. I always say I'm, like, I'm getting cheekbone removal surgery. Uh, because I agree, it is something that people are like, oh, this is so great, but it does, it can sometimes make your face look more masculine or more, yeah, more severe yeah. in ways that aren't always.
2: Well, it's just like the jaw emphasis, I think, too, you know, like, don't yeah. square your face,
1: round it. I feel like I need to look at a picture of Megan Fox, why is her, like, image no, disappear from my That's head? why
0: I always send you guys pictures, I was like, this is good inspo, because her, her, her smolder's
1: so intense now. Um. okay so I think what changed with Megan Fox is literally not even an age thing I think that whenever she was like a Transformers girl she was always kind of like soft smiling and that was the go to Mm -hmm. red carpet thing to do also in like the 2000s is to kind of have like a soft smile like one raised eyebrow Mm -hmm. like sultry look but now all of the red carpet pictures of her she looks so intense and I think also she got more lip filler And her brows are darker, and, like, they're not, like, thin and arched, and she's wearing, like, darker lipstick, and... God, all the pictures of him, like, standing behind her and, like, holding her (laughs) lip, so, like, he said that he wanted ketchup, you know? Like, that meme.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, the the Kirsten Bunce one.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah, where she's, like, standing in front of him. Yeah.
0: yeah, Um... I had something to say, just now what was it? Oh, I actually saw a really, about the mouth thing you just said, Alexi. I saw this really interesting TikTok recently. There's about, like, mouth placement in terms of Gen Z versus millennials. Did you guys see this? I think I sent it to you, but. Yeah, no, I sent it to y'all, yeah. So basically, it's this girl who's 22, and she's like, I noticed this thing recently, different between my sister who's, like, 18 or something. And it's that when I'm trying to be sexy with my mouth, I, like, show my teeth and my tongue more. Uh, which was interesting to me because that was the number one Megan Fox thing that she did, was she was always, like, her tongue was always, like, lolling around in her mouth on red carpets, like, visible, or, like, sticking through her teeth somehow, and it was honestly really impressive how she made that work, and look so hot, but, and she said that her sister, whenever she wants to look hot, like, pouts, and, like, makes her, it was, like, the sad clown face that the Walter, actually, lip-syncing vibe. Yeah, which, like, yeah. Walter mentioned on, one of our episodes like how girls do like the sad, sad clown face and i thought that was so interesting
2: uh well megan's kind of lost her her like facial like her, her like adeptness at like performing facial expressions like now she just does the smolder and she everything is is tight and like it's probably a surgery and like fillers or something that she just cannot she doesn't have the same like like moldability on her face
1: yeah it's definitely a makeup thing too i I think the other thing that makes their relationship seem really cringe, like it has to do with this expression, it kind of has the vibe of a girl that's like, stay away from my man, but you're like, I don't really want him. Like, she just seems to be like really defensive and clingy and like weird about him and like their vibe in public. Her publicly calling him
0: daddy all the time, like that is unacceptable for anyone.
1: And the future yeah. baby daddies thing at the VMAs that she pulled with Courtney and
0: you can't have a baby daddy when you're in your thirties and forties. Like you, that's not what it is anymore. It's like your, that's your husband. It's yeah. like your that's your, that's husband, your partner. <laughs> your partner. Yeah, it's not like your baby daddy. Oh God, that's so. I mean, that really speaks to Megan's lost youth in her twenties. Like she was never able to experience having a baby daddy. Like. Britney Spears did with Kevin Federline because she got wifed up like as soon as she was legal age and then had a bunch of kids and so she never got to have and then also she also speaks a lot about how, how she's like a hermit and a recluse and um I think that also probably censored her in a lot of ways too because she was like I can't I'm not gonna go out to the club because I have kids and I also really want to like read Harry Potter
1: oh yeah she loves oh Harry Potter Harry Potter's her favorite movie that's crazy she
0: actually contains multitudes, let's be honest. She does. Yeah. She does.
2: She's random as fuck, dude. Nothing she ever says is expected. Also, it's not just that she is very young or she was very young whenever she got wifed up and like didn't get to experience like a lot of her like the youthful turbulent romances that mm-hmm. she maybe hoped for. I think it's also that she is like Somewhere along the lines, along the way in her life, like, the barrier between her being an actress and her just being, like, a person kind of dissolved, and she is, like, very absorbed within, like, storytelling and, like, mythologizing in a way that's very childish and, like, very romantic. Like, she's... She's adopted an aesthetic specifically which is like this like goth aesthetic that is inherently very childish because it's simplistic and it's not based on any real world experience. That hermit thing is very important I think. Like she it doesn't seem like she, she really does seem kind of like she does not have a very active social life or anything. Like she's
0: kind of hyperbolic in the way she forms her identities. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I wonder if what you just said there has something to do with what I mentioned earlier about how she openly says now that she was like constructing this persona to accelerate her fame, and maybe that also like she doesn't know how to construct an identity that isn't
1: super legible for the public now. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, she's trying very hard to be mysterious in a way that's like she's kind of not shutting up about it. Um, <sighs> yeah. I think. Oh, what did I want to talk about? Oh, uh, another cultural moment that I guess like inspired us to do this episode is I guess Courtney Kardashian and Travis. Barker. I always want to call him Travis Scott. And Travis Barker <laughs> just got engaged. But they got and engaged? Yeah. Oh. Okay. And this like really rocker vibe, like roses on the beach thing. Um, but it's kind of made us want to evaluate the appeal of a rocker romance. And I think it's worth discussing like the rocker chick archetype that is really appealing to our generation. It's like a Tumblr thing. It's kind of halfway between like, band theater kid shit, like, 21 Pilots and Panic! at the Disco, and, like, aesthetic soft grunge blogging. So, like, the giant band T, like, ripped tights, Doc Martens thing. And I think, in general, girls love the fantasy of being a musician's girlfriend. Like, there's so much fanfic about this, and it's, like, it's kind of like being a woman written by a woman, like... It's like so everybody's true. watching him, but he's only looking at me in the crowd. It is a romance trope. And that
2: is it, yeah.
1: It it was also Megan's character kind of in Jennifer's body, like the main oh, thing. her, she's that a happens, groupie. Yeah, she like is a wannabe groupie who like tries to lose her virginity to this like emo band and then they try to sacrifice her because they think she's a virgin, but she's not. <laughs> oh
0: Boy, like, that's so funny. Yeah.
1: yeah. But I think she didn't grow up out, out of that. I think yeah, Courtney and um Megan seemed to be reenacting this, like, I'm with the band, like, cool rocker chick
0: (laughs) revival that's just, like, painful to watch. I think, okay, so I, as a teenager, was, like, I think a bit of a hardcore groupie, actually. I think the the reason this archetype really has stayed on so heavily, I think it really has to do with Lana, Lana Del Rey. Like, her influence with that one song... And also just like her having this imaginary rocker boyfriend and a lot of her, cause she obviously is like the sugar daddy boyfriend and the biker boyfriend, but then like the uh, musician boyfriend as well in this like imaginary context. I feel like that really propelled it forward and made it very romantic.
2: It's definitely in the same vein of, as Lana. I mean, I think it's just like, um, there's something about this like energy that comes from, and you know, you see it from a lot of like the aesthetic blogging stuff surrounding like Lana stuff. like. It is, like, very infantile, not because it's, like, a childhood fantasy, but it's but because, like, there's this, like, weird synthesis between, like, aesthetics and ideology, where there's, like, not enough development in either aesthetics or ideology, and so it's just, like, this very simplistic, like, one-sided, like, one-dimensional perspective of the world, and I I don't know, like, I don't, I think that they're, I mean, it seems pretty obvious that they're kind of doomed to break up, like, I don't see this lasting, like, How can you maintain? It seems like a lot of work. They're trying really hard and working really hard to create a fantasy instead of being organic with each other. Eventually, it's going to break. It's really sad to me. I don't know.
1: I think the list that she made is just going to get longer and she's going to update it every year like a Christmas list. (laughs) That would be sick, dude. I don't know.
0: It's hard to say because when so much of your relationship is dependent on image making, especially for social media, that seems like a lot of pressure all the time to, like, perform your relationship, which has always existed for people that are in the public eye, couples in the public eye. But they, I think they've honestly taken it to, like, a, a new dimension that she's stigmatized I fear. <laughs> <laughs>
2: she's digmatized, yeah. Uh,
0: okay, I actually think uh, we should talk about how Megan Fox was a bisexual icon. But she brought bisexuality into the zeitgeist. That was part of her subversiveness as a young, sexy, female Hollywood actress. Uh, But she was also, she just said so many out-of-pocket things. Like, I'm going to read this quote about her bisexuality. It's so, she said, Megan said in 2009, I have no question in my mind about being bisexual, but I'm also a hypocrite. I would never date a girl who's bisexual because that means they also sleep with men and men are so dirty that I'd never want
1: to sleep with a girl who had slept with a man. The mental gymnastics of it all. Oh, what does that mean? That's
2: like a very, that's a very early 2000s, like perspective on relationships. Like I remember at some point in time, people stopped having like weird, like hyper specific niche, like pet peeves about relationships, like requirements for, that was like a very early 2000s thing.
0: It's a classic thing, like you can make out with girls at the bar, but that's it. But it's not the same it's not the same thing, but it's like those those contingencies for being bisexual or being like yeah. not straight.
2: It's also very pick-me, I think. Like very it's So it's like a, pick me. Yeah, it's very pick me bisexuality. That at that time every girl that was such a thing. Every girl said they were bisexual, like to the guys and stuff. That was such a thing. I mean, God um, bless that was that was a moment in time.
1: But it, I mean, the moment hasn't ended for her because she did this queer baby photo shoot with Kourtney Kardashian that was so mm-hmm. obviously, like, it was pretty soon after their thing talking about their future baby daddies, and just the vibe of, like, uh, it was, like, giving girls that don't know each other very well, but they're, like, boyfriends and friends, but they're trying to, like, make God do something sexy for them, or it was just, like, very inorganic. <laughs>
0: Rancid, rancid, rancid. Also, a friend of mine, Jane, brought up something recently that was like how even though these couples are friends, they're like in constant competition in our eyes, which I think Mm -hmm. is true because, I mean, they put Megan and Courtney in the exact same Skims lingerie for this photo shoot and they like styled them identically, put them side by side with a white background. So obviously, we're going to compare them, they're identical. And like think about like who's hotter, who like who's serving more. It's true,
2: yeah. Like that's my impulse. I want to say like Courtney is more mature than Megan is to me. Like I I constantly just want to like compare them. That is very true. Like yeah, that's such a plant. Like that's a psyop. Like uh, it's just so obvious. Like it's a plan, I know. I know.
0: It also rem- yeah. it also a uh, very. Is the word obliquely, not obliquely. It very directly referenced Megan Fox's most famous photo shoot, and also probably just the most famous image of her to ever exist, which is from the height of her career when she's wearing a black bikini and she's like dangling a cherry into her mouth or something. Oh, uh, really? And I think that was shot by Terry Richardson, but I might be inc- not correct. Uh, but they're actually they are actually were trying to make a Terry vibe with this photo shoot because I think it was like a flash photo, maybe. Uh, but yeah, they. Also had cherries in this short with- shoot with Courtney, and it's like, like you said, them it being a what'd you say a plantemic? <laughs> <laughs> <A
1: planned-demic>.
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was a plantemic. Like it's so calculated and uh, incapable of like being horny. It's like it's so unhorny.
2: It's very sexless. Like it just very sexless. You know, there's like a team like behind that. That just sucks. Like that. That's like what the downfalls of social media are. Is like, like you're gonna hire a PR team that's just going to like go down your social media mythology and like co- reconstruct it for public consumption. But like everyone else can kind of do this on their own. So like everyone's gonna clock it immediately. Mm-hmm. Like you really just have to be organic now. Like the jig is up in terms of like construction of mythologies. Like we do that every day, all the time. Like yeah. we're all experts in it.
1: Like I think it would have been a sexy photo shoot if it was just like one of them, but. It was just like you could tell that they're both very aware of the camera separately, and not in a way where they were like considering their embrace. Like it just didn't look like they were about to embrace each other passionately at all. They have like Barbie hands on each other's waist that are just
0: their faces are totally isolated from their movements, which always makes, not always but often makes a bad shot.
1: Mm-hmm. Megan Fox is literally like the personification of a wet T-shirt contest or something to me. Like,
0: bro, she seriously is an aging under those circumstances must be so challenging and
2: she's a martyr dude she she like she really like has to sacrifice like everything because she's like cursed with this body of hers
1: that's why she's always she's always referencing the devil and like satan but i'm like you actually are a very christ-like figure it's true yeah she she doesn't want to accept it well
0: i read something earlier that said that part of her instigation of this like i'm literally like the Devil's Daughter type of thing came from. So, Lynn Hirschberg of the New York Times said that. So, people made a lot of initial comparisons to her and Angelina Jolie, who was another like bombshell but goth girl that preceded Megan. Uh, and this woman, Lynn Hershberg, said that Megan sped up the process by linking herself to Jolie, by like constantly telling tales of darkness and lust. And like leaning further <laughs> into this uh bimbo goes to hell and comes back and like has a vial of blood on her neck and a bunch mm-hmm. of tattoos. So I really think Megan Fox like kind of thinks in 4D, but I think her I think she's not as sharp as she used to be. We need to talk yeah. more about
1: being digmatized because a, a recent interview went it was like a red carpet thing with um, Billy Bob Thornton and Angelina Jolie, where she's just like mm-hmm. clinging on to him and like saying things that are just like foul. Like she's like, <laughs> yeah. we, we fucked remember. in a car right before this or something. And she's just like not even looking at the interview, or she's like gazing into his eyes. And he's just like has this very forward. It's like a body language thing, too. Like that, you know, the meme of like the green line. Mm-hmm. It was very much that. <laughs> like,
0: we should actually do some analysis of Megan and. MGK,
1: yeah, but I think it it feeds into the male gaze more than people think because their like hypersexuality and like weird sexuality just makes you even more envious because you're like I know they're having some freaky like insane sex like why can't I? But it? Or like
0: no one, Angelina Jolie was the only bitch who really did that. That bitch made out with her brother. Like she That's kissed true. her. She had t- she kissed her brother. And she also wore Billy Billy Bob? Billy, is that his oh, name? Yeah, his his blood Bob, yeah. around her neck. And she was fully dickmatized. And she was also, I mean, Angelina was on drugs. So, like, that's another, I think, different thing <laughs> that contributed to her dickmatization. <laughs> <laughs> um, whereas I feel like Megan has never done drugs for some reason. Like, she just doesn't. Yeah, she has sober vibes. That's she just, like, sober sad
2: vibes. to me that she. I don't know, that she reached this point totally sober. Like, how can you let your...
1: She said they had psychedelic hallucinations in that post. Like, I feel like she probably does. Oh, yeah. um, what's the one that you go to do in the was Ayahuasca. Yeah. Yeah, she's definitely done that. Mm-hmm.
0: I also am I'm looking at the pictures of them for that body language analysis with the lines. Mm-hmm. And she fails all of them. She's always pointing her pelvis outwards towards the <gasps> world. So, Oh.
1: No. That is...
2: That's it, yeah. He's always (laughs) standing behind her in all the photos. He's always
1: lurking. Yeah, he's. Yeah, I think it's his. You know, he has. Like, I find him very unattractive, to be real, but even though he's, like, tall and, like, huge, he just looks like Gumby or something. He's just, like, very boyish. He looks like he sells onions at the gas station in, like, Vidalia, Georgia. Like, that is what his facial burn (laughs) structure is.
0: Like, he has.
1: Like, he's seriously lacking any cultural. Like, I don't look at him and see any ethnicity or something he reminds me of like a british peasant oh but he's too tall but he does have like a gas
2: station vibe to him like very strong gas station vibes like but like night shift gas station vibes
1: yeah like she's more masculine than him in the face to me
2: yes yes it's crazy that is why she has she that's the thing too is like she's very dominant and that's why it's motherly because it's not like a tender motherness motherliness it's it's like a um like a helicopter parent type vibe Mm
0: -hmm. I don't know I feel like it's not I feel like it's not helicopter parent it's like anticipating their thoughts before they have them which I guess is helicopter parent but they feel like every single time she says something it's like I knew you would say that silly goose here's what you actually meant you meant PTSD not postpartum depression (laughs)
2: That was such a Freudian slip that he said
0: postpartum that depression. That was seriously not okay for him to say. Like, I bet <laughs> Megan had <laughs> really bad postpartum depression. She had three kids within two years of each other each time. And I feel like like, like most likely she had some postpartum depression.
1: Yeah. Postpartum <laughs> <Exactly>. depression. <laughs> I think if you're really hot, you're more likely to have that. My mom had really bad postpartum depression.
2: <laughs> it's totally true because it's like the, the narrative of like... I'm not You've lost, like your life.
1: Yeah, like who am I if I'm not like I don't feel like myself? It's like a total identity shift. Like I'm just a mom now. What the hell? Um, she seems like a great mom.
0: She does seem like a good mom, though. Her ex husband like like makes allegations that she's a bad mom, but he seems not nice. Mm-hmm. I don't
2: like his vibe. I think uh, that's also why she. He has this like very red blooded American vibe to him, which I really like. I usually very much like it, but something about his aura is like very, I don't know. Like it's very like like she he he set a standard for her that she couldn't meet ever, and she really like I think that's like that's another thing too. She kind of reminds me of like the she has like the same identity disease that like Trisha Paytas does but, like, at a very minor level. like and you we calling
0: were... it an identity disease is so funny.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is. It's, like, some... It's
1: social media-induced associative identity disorder.
0: Exactly, yeah. I mean, not to be neggy, but, like, the fact that he did, they dated when they had such a big age gap by most people's standards. I know it happens all the time, and there's nothing wrong with it, but I don't know. Like, how do you expect her to ask... How did you expect her to act in your marriage? You married someone who was 12 years younger than you. Like, she's not going to be this person that, like, is this perfect parent uh, that's so mature. But she probably was more mature than him. I feel like he plays with, like, drones all day. And, like, flies yeah, <laughs>
1: that's, It's that's true. So
0: um, Okay, so I think we've honestly roasted Megan too much. And we all need to go around and say something nice that we like about Megan.
2: I know. I feel bad. I think she... She seems like a very genuinely emotional person and like she might not have the right way of articulating it, but she's tender and she has an artistic side to her that she was never able to express. Mm -hmm. She clearly like wants to be an artist, but is cursed with like being a like calendar model, you know?
0: She's cursed with being like a satanic bimbo.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Like she, she, she's tortured as fuck and in a way that is not like the her, her tortured vibe is not contrived it's just the way that she's communicating it like
1: Mm -hmm. look at this picture of isn't it pretty she's
2: so beautiful she's gorgeous
1: you see like she used to do like this sleepy like fucking eyes kind of like soft face and now she's just like like the miley i mean yeah someone
0: called her when i was doing research they're like she was the first bona fide sex symbol of the 21st century which honestly Mm -hmm. i think that is true because like i said like there's people like Scarlett Johansson, but they were always trying really hard to intellectualize themselves. And like Scarlett was in like her first film ever was not first film, but her first film as an adult was like Lost in Translation by Sophia Coppola. So I think she was like the first bona fide sex symbol of the 21st century. Um I actually want to make a point about Megan's recent styling, which is that I feel that she never had like an uh, aesthetic fashion identity in her in phase one of her career like she always wore really plain items and her what made them look so good was her face and her body and her general aura but now she really is copying and pasting tropes from kimberly kardashian's career and her aesthetic evolution under kanye's creative direction like she's done the wet look thing twice she did like a dipet wet look and then also the one that she wore to the BMAs, I guess. And Kim mm-hmm. that at the Met in 2019. And then also she does, she wears Mugler. And I feel like Kimberly's a, a Mugler girl. But yeah. I will say that I guess these are just clothes that look good on Insta baddies. And then Kim Kardashian kind of like does them like the biggest and the best, if that makes sense.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I wouldn't say she's like copying her, but I, did, you, did you guys watch Kardashian and Colloquium?
1: Yeah, I've kind of I don't really keep up with her that much, but she's really smart.
0: She like does a lot of, I guess, media theory with the Kardashians, which isn't really my field of interest, but she's really, really good at it. She's, smart. she's yeah, she's like she's always like talking about like Baudrillard and stuff and um the Kardashians. But she said it makes sense that Megan is almost cop copying Kim's style because Kim is like a very tread and true image maker, and so like Kim knows how to like make an image in public that is successful and like shareable online and creates the right type of reaction. And I thought her analysis was really interesting.
1: I think Biz, you were the one that said that Megan is like pre-social media hot, so I think mm-hmm. her adopting a Kardashian image is her way of navigating, like not just being an objectified. Like I don't know. I feel like all the pictures of her that were really great were like photo shoots or like red mm-hmm. carpet or. Like lighting her tongue on fire vibes. So, I don't think she knew how to like take that. Yeah,
0: that's actually a really good point because Megan was a late adopter of Instagram. And if you look at all of her pictures on her early Instagram, they're not very good. Like, she wasn't very good at taking selfies, besides the one selfie she took of her proving that she didn't have Botox by like, yeah, she's like, she's like wrinkling her forehead and it just looks
1: like she has. The (laughs) the, Wi-Fi symbol, but like it still
0: looks like she has Botox though, because like everything else is like perfectly smooth. But yeah, Megan is Megan is definitely a pre-social media girl, which I think Megan is so popular in the public image, even for like young Gen Z girls right now, because well, actually she's she's actually faded out of it as we discussed throughout this episode. But a year ago, she was like all the girls were obsessed with Jennifer's body. And they all wanted to dress like Jennifer Check. And there was like a black market for the Jennifer Check gap hoodie that she wore in the movie. And that is because all what's really like attractive to younger women right now is like images that are like slightly pre-social media. Instagram images from like 2013 or whatever of like Victoria's Secret models or like Bella Hadid's Snapchats or something, Snapchat photos. Mm I think Megan fits really well into that idea and yeah. attraction. She's
2: very she looks good in like lo-fi images. like film like,
1: stills as well.
2: Yeah. One thing I will say about her though is like even though she was a late adopter of social media, she's clearly like very online now. She's extremely online. Like she like her calling MGK daddy and like the way she dresses too is like that was the thing, too. Whenever you tried to describe her current style, it was like just like a mishmash of a bunch of like different internet aesthetics, like schoolgirl slash like influencer that's like just like casually walking around. And stuff. Like I, Her like re-entrance into society after getting divorced, I think she like got really into social media in like a very millenn- like late millennial way. And it's also like I think it speaks to her isolation as well. That's why I think she has the same disease as Trisha Paytas. Like she just is like kind of going through like a rolodex of like different things that she sees and trying to adopt them.
1: It's so funny. She had a collection of Boohoo, the like e-commerce brand that was like bady clothing.
0: Yeah, actually, I just saw that a little bit earlier today. I saw that one of the items she released was this is not acceptable in any capacity. It was a Letterman jacket that says Ohio on it because that's where Machine Gun Kelly is from, which is also where the Paul brothers are from. And they look like they're from the same genetic pool. Like, that, like, they're like the (laughs) inbred, he's like the inbred cousin of the Paul brothers.
1: Um, damn. Yeah, he's like the nutrient deficient. Yeah.
0: They just remind me of soil. Like, they really remind me of soil.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love it. Okay, wait. My last two points. I think Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox are trying to fill a like, celebrity couple void post-Kimye. Kim Ye. Like, we don't really oh, have that many iconic yeah. celebrity couples in our generation, which I think is concerning. that's why, like, the Angelina Jolie, Billy Bob Thornton, like, it's kind of, people are obsessed with that vibe lately. And then second point is, I think the reason the Kardashian look doesn't look good on her is that she doesn't, like, I think she should, oh god, wait, how do I say this without... You know who I'm obsessed with? Um, Jennifer Lawrence, because she's this like Appalachian girl who's like extremely beautiful. Mm. I think Jennifer, wait, I was literally about to call her Jennifer Body, <laughs> like that's her name. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think Megan Fox, I think Megan Fox is of the same ilk where she has like the dark hair, light eyes, jean that's like very special, which I don't think Jennifer Lawrence has naturally, but anyway, I think she doesn't look good with that like super bronze, like middle part, like Middle Eastern adjacent look. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, the Kardashianification of like, she's from Tennessee. She's from she might be from Appalachia, like as well. Yeah, so you're you can't, yeah, you can't contour your way into being a Kardashian. Mm -hmm, It's true. You're just gonna look like Squidward, like yeah. Which is, I'm also from, like, Appalachia, and when I contour, I do look like Squidward.
2: Yeah, y'all y'all need a roundness, you know?
1: Yeah, the mountainous faces. The mountainous faces. <laughs> also, something that I just thought of <laughs> that you can go back and edit in. Did I say this? I think the fantasy of being a musician's girlfriend is, like, kind of being, like, a nepotism baby. Because you're just, like, a groupie <gasps> yes. that's tagging along on tour, and, like, you don't have your own schedule, but you're just, like... I'm doing, like, a support role. Like, you're basically lower than a secretary, but I don't know. It's just, like, sitting around and, like, looking cute.
0: Um,
1: have you guys ever dated a musician?
2: Um, yeah. I mean, but the, like, local ones, not, like, anyone.
1: Yeah. Dating a local musician seems, like, slightly more fun because you don't, like, sleep on a tour bus. Yeah, no. Um, I've dated guys that are, like, really into synths, which is just, like, whack. Like, sorry, I'm not about to be, like, Porch's girlfriend. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah being a portia's girlfriend i feel is like a sign of the devil mm-hmm. that like literally is like a you like gross stigmata but like whatever the sign of the devil is But <laughs> <laughs> anyways um i gotta say something nice about megan because i feel that i haven't like really mean to her you know? i know it's just so easy because you know we're we're analyzing her as c- cultural critics not as ladies right mm-hmm actually I don't know if that's true but okay if you make if you make yourself into an image people are going to treat you like an image like that's just true and she's really put a lot of work into that Mm -hmm. um so something nice I like about Megan is that she has beautiful freckles that probably don't exist underneath her skin anymore I feel that she's had some and her skin color has changed a lot over the years. Like she had a really pale face, her Appalachia face, super tan. Now she's kind of somewhere in the middle, I guess. And I have to think about something else I really like about Megan. Honestly, that quote I said earlier about um, when she said that she didn't want to have to use SAT words in interviews like Scarlett Johansson to prove that she was smart, I feel that's very valid, actually. And I think that that was a brave thing of her to say. And she said it in a really funny way. So that's cool.
2: Yeah. She is brave. She's, <clears throat> you know, she's been through a lot. And uh, we're speaking on the subject, again, like, as critics. But we all, we, we want her to be happy. Like, we just want her to be happy. And we're rooting for her every step of the way. Whatever. If you're <laughs> listening, Megan, we believe in you. <laughs> it
1: sounds great. Bless, bless
0: your heart of us. I cannot say enough. I am literally a, a Megan truther, like, OG Megan truther. And so I did Bailey really let me down when she went down this path. But at the same time, she, I guess she is bigger. I mean, having a divorce is already traumatic, so it makes sense that she's and like... Getting
1: right after it's Yeah, getting...
0: A... That's like classic crazy... That but puts you into a crazy headspace. Like, you're getting a divorce from your long-term partner, and then you're getting digmatized within a month.
1: Being oh. digmatized is a pre-existing condition that should be covered by insurance, I think.
0: I agree. It's true, dude. It's not fair, None of that. us have ever been digmatized, but we're just speaking from...
1: Um, <laughs> we're speaking from <laughs> what we've heard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I do like her. She, above all, I don't think she's, like, a malicious person. She just is, like, sometimes painfully corny.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, Which is very mom of her. Like, she, yeah. she, I'm sure she's a good mom. Like, she has a mom vibe to her. And if you have, like, an inescapable mom vibe, I think it just is because, like, your kids are your life.
0: Mm-hmm. And
2: a good mom acts like her kids are her life. And she, she does, you know, so...
0: All right, I'm going to end the session, the session today on a, um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like your therapist. I'm like, oh, time's up. Um, <laughs> see you next week. Uh, don't forget your parents' credit card. But anyways, um, so <laughs> I'm going to end it in another rapid fire few questions. Okay, no. so what is your favorite Megan Fox movie? Or that's like so hard because she's had like four movies, but we're going to do it anyways. Should I go first?
2: Oh yeah, you go first. You go first.
0: Yeah. Um, I didn't see Jennifer's body until college, but I have not seen. I don't. No, she was actually really good in um Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen with Lindsay Lohan. She plays like the girl villain. She wore like she wore like baby blue Dior, I think, in it and looked really fab. She had a really different sounding voice back then. Uh, so I definitely think I. I feel that I was most moved by her very early performances on – she's also in one of Mary-Kate and Ashley's movies as, like, the girl villain, the hot girl villain. So I think I really like those. And obviously, I mean, I cannot – I cannot say that Jennifer's body didn't have a huge effect on the culture and that it wasn't a cool movie, because it was. So – also the styling in that movie was really good, so.
2: It's Criterion now, did you see?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I. You said that in the middle of the night, Sam, to our group chat. And she was like, "You're like, I can't fucking do this anymore." And there is like a link to the Criterion Collection, and they were just like, "Oh, Jennifer's body is in the Criterion Collection now." But it was like keeping Sam awake at night. Um, That's so. It was like three o'clock in the morning. That is like revisionist history. I understand that it was like (laughs) it didn't get the chance it deserved to succeed as a film because the executives marketed it towards young teenage boys, and that's not the type of person that would enjoy that movie. But I do think it's a little bit of revisionist history, yeah.
2: It's true. I guess my favorite Megan Fox movie... I, I, I really like Jonah Hex. I like that genre of movies that are, like, blue in Jonah Hill?
0: Like- <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what movie you're talking about. I never... Jonah, Jonah Hex is this movie, you've probably seen the images from it on mood board, Instagram, or whatever, but... It's, she's wearing like this corset, really tight, and she's like holding a gun, and it's like old western, right, oh, Sam? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. I was wondering what that was. That's from Jonah Hex. Um, and then, Alexi, I feel like you don't have an answer.
1: I was just like I'm kind of working overtime to create a false memory of watching Transformers <laughs> 2, but I do think I've seen it. No, that's what I was saying earlier. I was like you have not seen this because if you had, you would know that she was a br- she was a Brumbo. Brumbo. I know. But like I kind of I went to see it. This is like when my dad first moved to Belize, I think, and we saw it in a movie theater that was in a casino. This is like when my so dad cool. was just dropping me off to like do random shit and I think I fell asleep. But it was really loud and it was kind of <laughs> like egyptian themed (laughs) i think one thing that i do like about it um it seems very classical to me that there's something about a girl with like a giant thing it has like king kong vibes like the giant transformers make her look very like petite and fertile so i think that's so
0: true totally agree with that and also it was kind of like um it's like an accelerationist vibe but like yeah Megan and these robots—they're so shiny. She's so shiny with grease. Yeah, she's She's transhuman because she's an extremely beautiful woman.
1: The fact that like I kind of (laughs) forgot that um, Shia Buff was like the guy.
0: Uh,
1: Yeah, Shyela Buff. I mean,
0: you know, maybe they'll end up together. That would actually be a a little bit epic. But he um, is—he's canceled now. He's canceled. He's very canceled. So take it back. I take that back. I am. Actually, you know who dated him after he was canceled? No, maybe not. Never mind. I think Margaret Qualley dated him after he was canceled, but Dude, I think she, she... wants
1: to the streets. <laughs> dated like everyone.
0: Uh she also dated Pete Davidson. But I think Margaret actually dated yeah. him before FK came out with her statement. So maybe mm-hmm. I am spreading gossip and lies. But now, my final question. Um actually I have two more questions. Sorry, I just think like, this is kind of fun. If you yeah, yeah. could style Megan anyway how would you style her
1: (laughs) it's so hard like to prepare for these i need to no yeah Yeah. guys
0: by the way these are not staged i'm launching these on alexi and sam with zero preparation so i'll go first My, my answer is super super boring but i actually think that the probably the most iconic image of her that exists besides the ones where she's wearing the black bikini and like rolling her tongue around is these photos of her wearing her children's like teenage mutant turtle shirts that are like really small in her because they're like literally kids shirts and then she's wearing like kind of low-rise jeans and glasses it looks really good that is true yeah. she does do the
1: nerd chic thing really well that's
0: like. not very imaginative of me I'll say because it has already existed in this lifetime, uh. But anyone else have any better ideas than me? I had an idea,
1: but this is a teaser for our future episodes. Oh, is it menswear? <laughs> yeah, I want her to become like a military surplus girl. That would be like the final stage bro girl if she was wearing like an actual like military uniform. But also, I could yeah. see her doing like a dprk like i feel like she would just look good in uniform and not in a school uniform but in like a tailored skirt she would even look up. good as
0: like an annie hall thing that would be funny yeah but what you're just saying is real funny because i was thinking my first answer was like oh my god she should wear like a dune type outfit and like yeah. the colors of dune very like lend very well to like military uniform yeah which mm-hmm. i think we're thinking of is also because of her strong association with the desert and transformers as well i think yeah
1: i was just thinking about her being in egypt but i also yeah just like a professional uniform because we don't see we like don't really like see work with professionals <laughs> no it's also like my mommy is she's jumping out because i'm like she's just like my mom and my mom was a flight attendant but also i was looking at pictures of her and she looks really good when her hair is pulled back super slick just because she has like a great bone structure so i just want her to wear like the old like courage like airline uniform and she has a little hat on and her hair is like swooped into a French what is that called? Chignon. Yeah, like a chignon. She would look cool. Yeah.
0: Yeah, she should do more visual role play, shouldn't she? But like not in the way she's doing it, more pronounced. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like like Trisha. Like how Trisha's always dressing up like
1: <laughs> <laughs> in the Domino's uniform. The dom- i would not so be surprised hungry. if i saw megan box <laughs> pop up
0: in a trisha Paytas vlog like i just wouldn't be surprised dude they have some they have some weird like
2: they're spiritually connected somehow. oh my god they're like you adjacent dude sand
0: that was a really good point because also trisha actually has the relationship of the century like when we're talking about how there's no cameo because because we have trisha and <laughs> moses and therefore that every other couple so... is redundant
2: god, how did they pull that off like that relationship. <laughs> How do they do that? Like there is no way like there's never been another couple like that. Are like, we
0: gendering it... her? <laughs> no, <laughs> oh, she's not. Oh, ki- yeah. She's okay. she, she they okay. I, okay. I, I hope I don't
1: um, know.
2: <laughs> well, ki- Megan's kibe is very highly yin. Very heavy. I, like the <laughs> I have to like bring it up. Yeah, she's very I was masculine. Yes, that's why she looks good in military stuff. Like Melania does like, too because she's shoulder like heavily pads.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Exactly. Like, you need to work with your angles. Like she should she should do like a Melania like thing. It would be more age appropriate. I don't should want to too much. She should date, she should date Melania. <laughs> she should date <laughs> both of them. They're just their unicorn. Six Oh my
1: god.
0: She should date Baron. <laughs> 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 she should be <date> Baron's nanny. <laughs> she could definitely raise him right. Yeah, she could raise him
1: right. Yeah, she needs to date Richard Branson. I know I already said that, but like, I really like think he also fell remember off. Remember, who Richard the like guy from Virgin Airlines. who was kind of like a bad boy, like millionaire. He was like pre Elon Musk, like the Virgin Suicide. No, Virgin <laughs> Airlines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he also directed the Virgin <laughs> Suicide.
0: No, she yeah, she know. definitely. I. Yeah, she should date like an oil chic or something. Yeah, she should. Yeah. Yeah, someone who's not like Machine Gun Kelly reminds me of Toys R Us
1: a lot. <laughs> I feel like I've seen him wear like a chain that has like a teddy bear on it or something. You know, like he's just the like, <laughs> type to like. Oh, I just hate it.
0: Which little peep was addicted to teddy bear vibes? Like he yeah. had a teddy bear. I think Teddy. No, he had a, his album cover had a teddy bear on it with him. But rest in peace um sam i think like you were saying about how to like you know you already said how you wanted to style her never mind all right i guess that's enough questions for now my last one was just like if you could do any act with megan what would it be and it was gonna be i don't know i would love her to put lip gloss on me for some reason because i feel like she's really good at it and she has like a tender motherly touch and also like something about i think i i think i have an oral fixation with her because like like i I said growing up she like did that tongue thing all the time when the lighter and then the lighter scene she also does her tongue and so i definitely feel that i have like a a childhood oral fixation to her
2: that's very true yeah have you ever seen that meme where it's like oh like i'm trying to be like this and it's just like a girl sitting on top of another girl doing her makeup uh, doing Uh, her makeup yeah i mean i believe that megan Fox is bisexual she gives like she's hot enough to where like everybody is attracted to her you know what I mean? It's like impossible not to be.
0: I mean, she said that she had never been with anyone besides besides Brian Austin Green and her childhood sweetheart. So, her bisexuality was theoretical, which is interesting. But that's actually really common. That's super common for girls that are in like straight cis hetero relationships
1: to be like it's like an escapism. Thing. Like be
0: like Happy International Bye Day. <laughs>
1: Or, that's like, I'm anything. valid, even if yeah, I'm dating you.
0: You've been dating Toby for 12
1: years. <laughs> but that us is, being biphobic. No, no, yeah. like, I'll,
0: I'm going to bleep out every single thing that we said that's bad, so it's going to be, like, only bleeps. <laughs> no, I'm going to put a Megan Fox quote as a bleep. What uh, was thing?
1: So, what, an act that we want to do with her?
0: an activity or an act or like
1: <laughs> <laughs> <It's> so horny <laughs> I
0: know it doesn't Don't. sound really horny it's not horny though it's because it's I've been thinking about lip gloss all day and then I told you guys I shared with you guys my oral fixation about yeah, Megan yeah, Box yeah. and you guys just made fun of me so
1: no I'm just thinking yeah Sam that picture is a good point the like girls doing makeup the other one that's kind of like that is the one of like the girl holding the other girl's head back and pouring milk in her mouth pouring milk Wait, yes. that's what
0: you guys <laughs> want to do with her? i I'm disgusted <laughs>
1: Mine is like, <laughs> it's just what's coming to mind. I don't know. I want her to tuck me in. I want Megan to crack my back,
0: cause she, I, one, she like, I like loves chakras and like yoga. I think.
1: Oh, I think so. she'd be good at Reiki. Like, imagine her like sitting on top of me, like, you, like. Know. I also want to
0: go blue light glasses shopping with her. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. I want to play mini golf with her. <laughs> <laughs> She's probably so good because she has three kids. Yeah, and you probably.
0: know, Machine Gun Kelly has to go mini golfing every single night
1: before he goes to bed. Like he, like, he probably it's like <laughs> he probably plays Fortnite or something. I was reading about him and he's like a really into weed. Like on his Wikipedia page, it's like he's open with his, I like, am weed cannabis. Yeah. Oh yeah, and he is weed. Oh
0: yeah, yeah. he is weed. Oh, Wait, wow. we actually didn't mention that. Maybe that's like what we should end on. after the I Am Weed thing, that was their downfall, like, actually. People, uh, as, as soon as that quote came out from the GQ interview they did together, a profile, like, people, they just became roast material really quickly.
1: I think if they had a sense of humor about it, but they said it, like, completely seriously and, like, it was, like, cool, I don't know. Maybe, like, reading it was kind of intense. Maybe they said it in a way that was more lighthearted, but...
2: Yeah, there's a video of it. That like the the she said it in a video interview, but they transcribed oh, it. Really? And she said it like she was joking and she's not funny, you know. So like, and she doesn't have to be. So yeah.
0: <laughs> Women yeah, should not have to be funny. Women, well, hot women should not have to be funny. That is no. a combination that never ends very well. For yeah, but anyone. also when
1: ugly women are fun. No, whatever. Women
0: No, you're only saying this because you are a Jennifer Lawrence truther. And Jennifer Lawrence went through her face where she was like, potatoes all the
1: time. (laughs) (laughs) I have pizza in my my Dior dress pockets. Um
0: literally all the time. I
1: forgive her.
0: No, I know, but like I brought that up to you because that's so not your like type of person. Yeah.
1: She's literally the only exception. No,
0: she's great. Um, all right. Is there anything else you guys wanted to mention today, tonight?
1: I think mm-hmm. that's all love. Do
0: we have any updates? Uh-huh. And um updates? I actually thought of something. I- oh, no, never mind. This is like literally not related. It was just a-, a meme account. I liked that Made a meme about us one time. Had to delete oh, the yeah. account because they got doxed on Twitter.
2: Oh, oh, yeah. Don't dox people.
0: Yeah, don't dox meme accounts. That's so fugly. Wait, who? Meryl Mer- Selectuals. Did I? I don't know if I saw that. Yes, what you did. It? it literally was a picture of, like, a pink cat wearing a bra being, like, totally... Like,
1: <laughs> 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 Sorry, that, like, peaked my microphone. So. It was, like, it
0: was, like, and this helps me watch we to Alumni, or we listen to Nymphette Alumni. It, like, reminds me of Rocky Horror Picture Show. Is that
2: what it's called? Yeah, like, it was, like, Puppeteer vibe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I posted it, and yeah.
1: someone was, like, this was, like, an Australian puppet show or something. Okay, show. that makes sense, because they're from Melbourne. <laughs>
0: oh okay. as well. Oh, actually we need to give a very warm shout out to the wet brain discord thanks for all the love guys we have a mole in the discord named walter who um <laughs> told us that you guys were saying some very loving things about us so we very much appreciate it and feel the same way about you yeah. we have we have feelings for you yeah we're digmatized by you okay this is just a quote from back in the day so megan said that she was bullied a lot in middle school that she had to eat lunch in the bathroom to avoid to be being quote pelted with ketchup packets she also said the problem was not with her looks but she had always gotten along better with boys and and that rub some people the wrong way Fox said that she was never popular in high school and that everyone hated me. I was a total outcast and my friends were always guys. I have a very aggressive personality and girls didn't like me for that. I've only had one great girlfriend my whole life. Now she has two because of Courtney Kardashian. So, Mm -hmm. All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, As always, our DMs are so open. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we love you. (laughs) i'm not being weird i'm just thinking no no say whatever you want in dms actually literally no mm, yeah you can say whatever you want in dms
2: yeah just don't get too freaky with it you know like
0: sam are you okay did someone hypnotize you in dms no i just i'm just like scared oh no i don't no i don't think our. no i think they are
1: normal all of our followers are extremely normal Send us your favorite picture of Megan Fox and tell us what you would do if you had 24 hours with her.
0: If you had 24 hours with me and I couldn't say no, what would you do? Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.